The greatest problem in this world is that people are too f***ing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why? Because society made you fit into a tiny little box. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to the Feeling Alive podcast with Luca Ritti. Yes, this is me, and today I'm talking about three ways to meditate without meditating. I'm really excited for this one because I get a lot of questions of like on my TikTok lives or wherever I'm at, clients, and they're like, do you meditate? Why do you meditate? What is meditation? It's hard to meditate. I don't like meditation. Why do I need to do it? All these questions, and it's like, well, I get it. I've been there, done that, and it is a hell of a ride when you're starting to to meditate and learning to meditate, and because it's just one of the biggest things. It's just so freaking hard to sit still and like to contemplate what the hell your thoughts are trying to tell you, or what the, you know, what is like. It's it's a bit overwhelming for sure, and people can't sit still for for long enough, so. I know how challenging it is. So this episode, I wanted to give you guys some tools to meditate, to ease yourself into it, and to you don't have to to know that you don't have to actually sit down and do the Hollywood meditation, so to speak, to actually meditate and to get the benefits of it. I'll tell you what it is, and I'll tell you what meditation really is. I'll tell you a little bit about why you need to do it, and I'll also tell you my journey through it. I mean, I'll give you the methods a bit later. And before we get into it, for all of y'all, I've got a special announcement. So I am, you probably would have seen this on my social media, I am running the second round of my Change Your Reality course, which is a four-week online group training to teach people the fundamentals that create their reality, the fundamentals that are in their healing journey, and a method, a unique method that I call the fielding method, which I created. That allows you to learn how to see things happening for you. And you know that saying everyone says, oh, it's happening for you. Well, yeah, that's nice, but tell me how it's happening for me. So I've got a method and that's called the fielding method. And this course runs for four weeks. This is my second round. It is, the first round was so amazing. We had, I think it was there, 10 beautiful humans that came, showed up every week. It was delivered live online and we went through a specific topic each week before in the final week learning the fielding method. So if you guys are on uh, your own healing journey or you've just recently awakened and you're just about to start your healing journey and you're probably thinking, well, is, is this healing journey ever going to end or you know, the feeling of this awakening process is quite scary or overwhelming. Maybe even you started to learn a little bit about manifestation and you're sort of like, oh, I want to manifest and blah, blah, blah. Well, this course is for you. This is about letting go, understanding your emotions on another level, letting go of any limiting beliefs, understanding how the quantum field works with you, and then using this method to decipher what's coming into your reality, aka like what's in front of you right now what scenario is emotionally triggering you and how is that possibly happening for you and that's what this course is all about so you'll see a link in the in the show notes if you guys are interested in going deeper in on your path or getting a little bit of guidance on your healing journey and and understanding what you're actually awakening to come and join me the enrollment closes 5th uh, 19th of february at midnight and that's uh, pacific standard time 
but you see all the details below. There's a beautiful website page that gives you all the details of what it's all about in more depth, and that is in the show notes. Now, without further ado, let's get into it. What is meditation? Ooh, well, a lot of people like will have different answers for this, but in a nutshell, it is a tool to cultivate self-awareness. Now, why would you want self-awareness? Well, self-awareness for one is really important when you want to start to become your true self or you're stepping into a more authentic, genuine version of yourself because how do you know how you are if you don't if you are not aware of yourself? So self-awareness is a process that's can be done in many other ways too, like any mindfulness practices. You just start to know yourself a little bit more. So meditation allows you to cultivate that self-awareness. It's just another tool. Okay, but what meditation specifically does is creates a single focused point of awareness. Hear me out here. Single focused point of awareness. You might want to write that down. What you're doing is you're limiting multiple inputs into your senses. You've got five, six senses. You've got those six senses. The sixth one you don't really want to worry about here. That comes comes through stronger once you've been meditating for a while. But you want to focus on your five senses so your sixth sense can speak. Now, your your five senses are sight, taste, touch. What else we got? Hearing. Um, I can't remember. Smell. Yeah, smell. So you really, you want to be reducing it down to one. Um, now, people go, well, isn't it just a, a method to relax? Well, meth- the, the method itself, meditation itself, does not, is not solely focused on creating relaxation. Relaxation is a byproduct of meditation because your mind is no longer stimulated by a thousand different thoughts or a thousand different inputs. You know, you think the iPad, the kids in the back, or your your partner speaking to you as you're driving, and you've got the music blaring, and you've got someone, you know, you can just imagine like a loud household and everyone's saying something. That sort of like reality of like just drowning you out with different inputs of opinions and voices and beliefs and all coming in at you. So meditation is just coming down to one of them. And that's your own one. So when we when we say um, just so you, you make this a little bit clearer, we're just gonna when you're meditating, you're just focusing on one point, and that could be a guided meditation, whatever it is. You're just focusing on one point to stop all the other points from drowning out your own inner voice. Okay. So I want to use an analogy for you guys for for like. Um, why meditation is important and it's a really cool analogy because it sort of shows you how your mind fills up with all these things that are coming in because we're we're in this age of social media we've got so much at our fingertips that we just sort of we can take in so much information that our body sometimes gets confused and overwhelmed that we don't actually know what to do with this information or it's too much and it's just like oh stop because the mind is so is going so fast paced and thinking about so many different things and you guys, you don't have to sit down for an hour to meditate. There is another way, and I'll show you these three different ways at the end. But this meditation analogy is really cool. So you imagine your mind as a bucket. Okay, now all of your senses are different taps into your bucket. Okay, they're just different taps turned on. Now you could be looking at someone on Instagram, and that, and that goes into your bucket. So that fills up in your tap. 
through your sight, the sense of sight. Now you could be speaking with a colleague and you're talking about a boss and now that goes into your bucket through the hearing. You could be um, listening to music and that and some of the lyrics go into your bucket, right? And so your bucket starts to fill up. And when the bucket overflows, that's when you start feeling more stress or when it fills up to before it overflows is when you start feeling these stress and these anxieties and it starts to become a little bit overwhelming, right? And you can imagine the bucket is even in the, in the lounge room on the carpet and it's about to fill o- uh, overflow and spill on the carpet. And so you can imagine that feeling of stress and overwhelm of like, oh, I don't want to get the carpet wet and then I have to replace it. So... What we want to do with meditation is to prevent the overflow of the bucket, right? And so to do that, you need to reduce the flow from the taps into the bucket. So imagine you've got five taps going into the bucket. You've got to sit there and turn them off. Meditation helps you shut off the taps, but it's also like a plug at the bottom of the bucket. So not only are you shutting off the flow, you're draining the bucket. So you're letting go of some of these things that you've collected, whether it's the Instagrammer or whether it's the the colleague speaking about your boss, you're letting that out the bottom of the bucket. And now you've got one, draining, meditation is draining, and two, it's reducing the flow. And so what naturally comes as a, as a, as a byproduct of this is this sense of calm and contentment and relaxation because the, the bucket is not so full, so you've got no much, not much to worry about. You've got no inf- all these multiple different influences trying to direct your thoughts. Is that all of a sudden you've gone from 1,000 thoughts to maybe 10. And that's nice because that's just like, oh, even me, I just sort of sit back in this chair and just go, oh, that feels good. You know, so meditation and how we shut these senses off is coming back to a single point of awareness so instead of focusing on the five taps or having all these things come into the five taps maybe we just have one now maybe it's just the hearing that we focus on now during this meditation maybe it's just the sight maybe it's just the feel we just focus on one tap and we and the others turn off now that is a beautiful analogy of what meditation is just looking at one tap just having single point of awareness The reason this is so important is because we are living in an age where we're constantly worried about the future or we're stuck in the past pain of our experiences. Okay, so if we're in the future, we're always worried, we're in the past, we're always sad, and then we're not really many of us are in the present, which is the realness of reality. This is where your kids smile. This is where you get to watch your favorite team without worrying about, you know, what's for dinner or all these other little things you you know you get to be in this present moment in the real existence of reality and that is essentially what we all want to be doing less worry about the future i'm not saying don't worry about the future or don't go into the future just don't bring it into your mind and going what these all these fearful thoughts or oh, what if this happens what if that happens that's where we live a lot we 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 live as a society in a lot of, a lot of anxiety because of these concerns for our future it will be what it will be but you can only fix the problems in the present moment as they arise you can't preempt you can preempt the problems but that's where the the real problem is you're trying to preempt something that doesn't exist yet so you want to come back to the present moment and that's the power of meditation okay well that's the power of having a single point of awareness come back to what's actually happening now so i mean i was always (laughs) I'm sitting here going like this, do this, do that. But just remember, I was a guy that did not meditate. 
I was a guy that was shit scared of meditation because I tried to like sit down and I, first of all, I had no idea what the hell I was doing and why I was doing it. And the second thing was, is like, this is just unbearable sitting, trying to sit still. Cause like, who's with me here? How hard is it to sit still? But then I went on this, one of my friends, actually, the first moment, one of my friends who said to me, I, he just told me, it was probably two years before I actually did it myself. But he said, oh, have you, um, have you heard of Vipassana? And I said, what's Vipassana? He said, it's a 10-day meditation retreat where you, you have no eye contact. You, you don't talk for the 10 days. You meditate for about 12 hours a day. And um, you don't have your phones, no reading, no writing, no nothing. And I said, that is, that is intense. So I went and looked it up and I saw the itinerary and I'm like, there's no way I'm doing that. Anyway, fast forward two years later, okay, after I heard this initially. I'm driving down California with my girlfriend at the time, Haley, and we were doing a couple of stays at these sort of like farms, farm, not farm stays, it's called woofing. It's like working on organic farms and you trade your time for accommodation and food. And so we did this really cool stay on this this um sort of like in this uh what do you call it a community, some sort of community, intentional community. Uh and we were helping out and there was six other people that were with us that were like wolfing as well, so we got to meet these really cool people. And one of the girls told us about this um place in the Joshua Tree Desert in California and she said you can actually do what we're doing now and volunteer down there. And you get accommodation in the middle of the desert, um, and it was this meditation retreat. And I was like, "Whoa, okay, let's let's like email them, let's go down there." And so we were both keen. We went down there, and they said, "Yeah, we'd love to have you." And so we volunteered our time to help, and we'd also were able to participate in the meditation retreat. And what we learned when we got down there that it was a four-day silent meditation retreat in the middle of the desert. And we were like staying. There's like different little cabins in the middle of the desert, and. Our job was, my job was to ring the bell every day to like tell them when the next class is and then because no one's talking and then I would, we would cook dinner together and that was our jobs. And then the rest of the time we're in the, um, we're, we're actually learning to meditate. And so this is the first time I've ever sat still for like 20 minutes when I'm learning for these four days. And then by the end of it, you'll, you've got this, they're teaching you this technique to just, to, to go within and start to learn what you're actually doing with meditation and why you're doing it and the feelings that you might get and the different types of meditation that we can do. And one of the types that I learned there, I'm actually going to share with you in this, at the end of this podcast. And I remember sitting in the circle at the end talking about my experience and I just said, wow, I've heard of this for so long, but I've never really understood it. And then in that moment, I remember just thinking, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that I've learned this because I feel like this is something that's going to change my life. And then about six months later, Haley and I decided to sign up for a Vipassana, the 10-day retreat that I heard two years before, right? Two years before I said, nah, I'm doing it. And so I was meditating after I've just learned to meditate in this four-day retreat. I'm meditating for about, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes a day as we continue traveling. And we eventually make our way back up to Canada, traveling in our van, and then we we sign up for this meditation retreat. And it's all donation-based. So we did it and we're like, yep, we're going 10 days. Let's do it. And I did it. And when you're meditating, you're up at 4 a.m. and you're meditating straight away for two hours from 4.30 to 6.30, you're meditating for two hours. And then not to mention there's a couple of breaks in between, but you're, med you're meditating for the rest of the day for about, so it's about 12 hours each day. You can't speak to anyone. You can't look at anyone in the eyes. You can't, they, 
They take away your phone, any books or anything, so you've got no stimuli. So you're not reading, you're not writing, you're not talking, you're not looking. You're taking away all of these extra senses and you're spending 12 hours a day closing your eyes, going within, and they teach you a technique of awareness, an awareness technique. And, and then I think it was day five where I felt like crying because my physical, the physical pain in my body was excruciating. And then I, uh, I was like, my thoughts that were coming up, I was seeing visions and thoughts were just constantly coming through. And I'm like, this is a nightmare. I just thought I was going crazy. But I've never sat still long enough to actually allow all these thoughts in this bucket that I've collected over many years to finally release. And so they were coming up to let go. And after I had this breakthrough, I said, Luca, you're here. Just go in, all in. And I did. And by day, I think it was by day seven or eight, I was just meditating with, like it was like it, for sitting still for two hours, it was like it was 20 minutes. I'm not even kidding. And day 10, I had this most euphoric feeling in the body that I've never, ever felt before. And um, we all eventually lifted, the, the silence was lifted on the last day and we started speaking and it was like, oh my God, it was so overwhelming to speak. It was like everyone wanted to speak and everyone was, and it was just like I was, had 10 coffees. I was like, this is intense. Anyway, I ended up just really having this deep amount of love and appreciation for life. And that 10-day silent retreat, was a monumental moment to who I am today. I learned a lot about this reality and, and myself. And now I've also come to realize that we don't meditate like we're in Hollywood. Okay, there's these like yogis that have to sit in the caves and cross their legs and you have to do that full lotus position where you both your feet are on top of it on top of the other thigh and that, you know, I still can't do that. And that's not what it's about. Uh, what it's about is just centering your senses and having one focus point of awareness now that's my journey now um i would i would love for you guys to um if you're listening to this now and just send me a message to see like if this has really been something that you've needed just send me a message on instagram um, or wherever you guys are following me and let me know i'd love to hear it so i'm going to share with you three methods now these three methods are simple methods that you can use without having to sit down and close your eyes Okay, so you can use them in everyday life. You can use them in the office. You can use them at home. You can use them while you're cooking. It doesn't matter. They're, they're dynamic, okay? Now, the first one is walking meditation. I learned this in the desert in Joshua Tree. Now, what you want to do here is you can walk. You're just focusing on your walking, okay? You can do this when you're walking to the kitchen from the bathroom, or you can do this out at the beach when you go for a beach walk. Take your shoes off and walk on the sand or walk on the park, on, 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 on grass at a park. Now, what you're doing is you can walk slower, but you're focusing on the feelings as you walk from heel to toe. Heel to toe. So, for instance, as I take my next step, I'm going to focus on what it feel on the feeling as my and the pressure as the floor hits my heel and as the next part, and I'm doing this as I'm speaking to you. And then I could, you could literally do this right now wherever you are. Just rock your foot back and forward and go from heel to toe. And then now you focus on, oh, there's that part of the foot. Oh, there's that. My ball of the foot's touching now on oh, my big toe, my second toe, third toe, fourth toe, fifth toe is all touching. And then you keep going. And that's what you focus on. And then when your thoughts come up, you just come back 
to, okay, remember what's touching now. And then you just do that. And you can just do that for five minutes as you walk. And what you're doing now is you're having one single focus point of awareness. You don't, and thoughts will come up and that's the process of draining your bucket. But just remember that this is a process and thoughts do come up. The important part is not to judge your thoughts. They are just trying to leave. And if they are being present and coming up, then that's the process of them leaving the body, okay? It's one way to look at it. Now, the second technique is nostril breathing. Now, again, this can be done anywhere and it can be even done in heated arguments and this is probably the best place to do it. This is a technique that I learned at the Vipassana meditation. It's actually the extended version of this uh, is called Anapana meditation. Now, nostril breathing is um, phenomenal to just calm yourself down in this present moment. So you might be having an emotion or a fear or a worry come up or a sadness or something, just come back to go, okay, what's present now? What's present now? Now you just, all you're doing is you're breathing through the nose um, and no mouth breathing. And what you're gonna be focusing on is the sensations of the breath coming in to, into the nostrils and then out. And you're not gonna be trying to push the breath, you're just gonna let it do its natural thing. It might wanna work harder. It might wanna just be really peaceful and gentle but the breath will do exactly what it needs to. Don't push it. Now, you might notice that one nostril is blocked more than the other. You might notice that it's cool coming in and hot going out. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter, but you can do that in anywhere, driving home from work. You can do that as you're talking, as your partner's talking to you. You can do that as you're listening to your favorite podcast, whatever it is. This nostril breathing gives you a centered focus of awareness. Now, I highly recommend doing it um, you know, what you can do in the, in the morning, you can do this as just a normal meditation where you set your timer for five minutes on your phone and you just focus on your nostrils. You can close your eyes and just focus on the nostrils. You don't have to, you know, sit down in a good position. You can lie down on your bed and do it before you go to bed. It doesn't matter. But just set a timer for five minutes and just bring your awareness back to the breath because that's what's real, okay? That's method number two. Now, the final method I'm going to give you guys is a really powerful one to again brings you back to the present moment find five different sounds around you so you're listening to me right now that might be one but if you sit in stillness or you pause that pause this podcast how many other sounds are around you i bet you didn't even notice but there were quite a few you might be more than five but now you're just tuned into your environment now you're hyper aware of what's going on around you whereas you're before you can be running quite like blind through through reality so now you go, oh, there's a bird. Oh, there's the garbage man. Wow, there's someone banged the window. Interesting. So this is, the, this is a really powerful technique just again to bring you back in the present moment. What's real? What's here now? There's no worries in the sounds. It's just real sounds. And that's what's happening now around you. So these are three techniques. Again, I'll repeat them. The walking meditation, the nostril breathing, and finding five different sounds around you can be done anywhere. You don't need to sit down. You don't need to uh, close your eyes and, and um, sing Om, Om Shanti. You can just do this anywhere. And this can be the start of your journey or you can do this as a seasoned meditator. It doesn't matter, but I still use these now and they're very, very effective. That's it for this episode. Again, guys, if you did want to go a little bit deeper on your journey and you're going through that awakening phase, remember what I said before, there is my enrollment that is open for Change Your Reality, a four-week course. I would love to have you in there if you're ready. Other than that, 
Much love to you all. Take care. Stay centered. Trust yourself. You're exactly where you need to be. Much love.